Hello, hello, and happy Monday, beautiful soul. Welcome to You Uplifted, the place where open hearts and open minds can come together to talk about and discover new ways in which to heal, grow, and fully step into their true potential and power. My name is Safa, and I am your host. I am an intuitive healer as well as a women's health and wellness life coach. And today, I want to talk about something that feels very near and dear to my heart. Because for many, many years, I struggled to find the true connection to the sacred feminine and the understanding of what being a sacredly or divine wild woman truly meant. Now, before I get us started, I know that you have heard me talk about the sacred feminine time and time again, and perhaps it's something that you identify with very closely, or perhaps it's something that you're not that intimately connected to. So before I dive in to the wildness of the sacred feminine and talk about divinity within that sacred space, allow me to share with you a little bit about what it is that calls to me in terms of the divine and sacred feminine. And allow me to start this conversation by letting you know that the divine feminine and the sacred feminine isn't something that I understood at a very young age. As a matter of fact, it's something that slowly called to me as I started to grow and fully step into my own true self. Now, one of the most wonderful things about this world and this universe and this life that we are gifted with and into is that everything moves and exists within dualities. We've, of course, got light and dark, chaos and peace, fear and courage, and so much more. Everything exists within dualities. And I think that for most of us, that relationship to the reality of a duality is still approached in a very divisive way. In other words, we still think that the duality of light and dark is necessarily telling that one is better without the other. Or we attribute certain tasks or qualities or meaning to one over the other, and we see them as completely separate and opposite. But the truth is that dualities work in unison. A duality really is the opposite side of the coin one from the other. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other or that one is right and the other is wrong. These two exist to balance and complement each other perfectly. And we see this very clearly then with male and female. You see, within ourselves, our very essence, each and every one of us, regardless of whether we identify as feminine or masculine or not, Each and every one of us carries both of these elements. We carry the duality of the sacred male and the sacred feminine deep within us. Not as separate entities, but deeply twined as one unison. And within us, both energies reside in different measures, and we continuously choose to tap into one side or the other as we move through our day-to-day. And we can tap to both of those energies uniquely and powerfully. And just as there are those two dualities existing within us, there is a balance point for each of them. And there is a point of disconnect or dis-ease or turmoil for them as well. So one could say that when we are tapping into the sacred or the divine feminine, 
we have access to a state of creativity, vulnerability, and tenderness. It's a state in which we can both give and receive freely in equal measure. And when we are in a state of creative action, and notice I'm saying it's a creative action, not a forceful or aggressive action, then that is when we are in the realm of the sacred masculine. And there is a true beauty to that because it means it just honors the constant flow within which each and every one of us resides in this universe. It's that permanent vibration that keeps us moving, flowing, and embodying one side of the dual energy to the next. And it's a beautiful dance. And what's truly delectable about this is that when we are able to recognize the sacred dualities within us, we are then able to realize the whole world resides within the same frequency and vibration and energy. And we are then able to learn from both dualities in full and in harmony. We are able to rejoice in the moments of peace and weather the moments of turmoil in our lives. It is in this way that we can expand, grow, and ultimately become one with the wholeness of ourselves. Now again, if you've been listening to the show from the beginning, you know that I firmly believe that words have power and that better understanding them can help us to better create our reality and to better embody the world around us. And since we are talking about the divine and the sacred feminine in this case, and also the wild feminine, I've got a couple of definitions for you. One of my absolute favorite definitions for sacred is the following. Considered to be holy and deserving of respect, especially because of a devoted connection to the consecrated. And that brings me to the divine then. So the divine, one of my favorite definitions for this, is to use as a descriptor of that which connects us to a god or goddess. And I just love both of those definitions so much because that's exactly what the heart of tapping into the divine and the sacred feminine or masculine really encompass. Now, I will definitely do another podcast all about the sacred masculine because it's something that I may have resisted in my own life for a very long time. And definitely I will get into that story when the episode of the sacred masculine comes around. But I have discovered a lot of delight in it now. But I will say that the sacred feminine was the first to call out to me in such a passionate and just tender way that it transformed absolutely everything about my world and about what I chose to give meaning to and about how I embodied myself within the world around me and my own surroundings in terms of really calling my own power back to me. And that brings me to my final definition. I hope that these aren't boring you and I hope that you are enjoying them as much as I do. That would be a definition for wild which specifically says non-domesticated or caged or cultivated, but growing in the natural environment without being held back. And that, to me, is at the core of everything. 
Now, the reason I wanted to spend some time at the beginning of this show explaining those concepts to you is because we do live in a society where we've become accustomed to looking as things as othered. We also have become very accustomed to making things right or wrong very quickly and to box things up in such a way that our egos get satisfaction and feel some semblance of protection of what we or they rather think is acceptable for our lives and what's going to quote-unquote keep us safe. And when it comes to the divine feminine and the sacred feminine and the wild woman, there are so many misconceptions, there is so much fear, and there is so much pure disconnect that I thought it important to share those aspects of the definitions of each word of this concept of the divine feminine, the sacred feminine, and the sacredly wild woman. Of course, it's no secret that for many of us, the feminine has been quelled, has been told not to, has been told to stay meek and small and insignificant and to continue shriveling until it is barely visible. It is no secret that the feminine has been persecuted and abused beyond belief and even dehumanized to such a degree that even in today's society, we still have a hard time giving the feminine its properly divine and truly empowered place. And then to bring that concept together with that of being wildly feminine, now we're talking danger for many. (laughs) And we're talking discomfort and we're talking taboo and we are talking true power and beauty and something that gets me so excited. I've got chills just to think about it. You see... The feminine is not meek. It is not weak. It is not easily silenced. It is not easily manipulated or easily destroyed or broken. These are just ideas that have been put into our mind to make us believe that that is true. But it isn't. The feminine is powerful. It is a force to be reckoned with. It is akin to standing on the shore, observing the power of the ocean or connecting with nature and feeling its magnificence. There is something so inherently powerful and unique and just awe-inspiring about the feminine that the push to make that sacredness and that divinity disappear has been, I would say, just as great. Again, we're talking dualities. But I firmly believe that there are many of us who are becoming alive and who are remembering the true heart of the sacredly divine and wild woman. And I think that there is sheer beauty and a stupendous amount of exuberance at that reality. Because many of us are remembering that we were meant to roam and roll with the wolves, that we were meant to howl at the moon naked, that we are tribal, that we love each other deeply and unconditionally, and that we can receive the same amount of love back without any conditions when we honor the true 
feminine within. I believe that the remembrance of the wild heart of the woman is at hand and I believe that it is important. In fact, I think it's imperative. There is so much deep worth within the divine feminine. There is so much beauty and so much inspiration in the wild woman's heart. It makes us untamable ever-changing, fearsome, powerful, valuable, beyond measure in every single way at all times. The wild nature of women can transform the world, can create universes, can make the whole earth quake. Moving outside of the good little girl paradigm that has for so long been infringed upon us to try to keep us meek and caged insecure and quote-unquote in our place gives us then the power to embrace the true wild almost feral nature of the divine feminine which has the potential to rebuild and destroy and to just be simply magnificent now this may be sounding a little redundant, but I just want to drive that sense home for each and every one of us because I believe we very often forget our true worth, our true value, our true power. We let ourselves get lost in concepts of external worth and believe the old patterns that we're supposed to compete with one another that we should be insecure, that we need to be tiny and meek, and oh, woes me, who will come to save me? I think it's important to drive this home because the divine and wild and sacred feminine is none of those things. And when we can remember that, we can break chains. We can then let go of the internal people-pleaser we can expand, we can take up space, we can give ourselves permission to embody ourselves fully without feeling like we have to ask permission to do it. The wild woman has this powerful heart, a heart that can run freely and unabashedly in complete vulnerability and strength, knowing that all the while she was the fiercest, most incredible creature out there. And that's you. And it's me. It's every one of us. And I can tell you in my own personal life, I've experienced this very powerfully over the last eight to nine years. And it all started in the most seemingly innocuous of ways. It all started with me reading The Mists of Avalon. There was something about that book, something about the way in which the feminine moved and flowed. Something about the wild call to be in ritual with each other, to be in tribal communion with each other, to create magic, to embody power that really called to my soul and to this day is a driving force for me, a reminder that I am not going to ever let myself be underfoot to anything or anyone because I deserve better and so do you. It is these lessons that allowed me to change so much in my life. This was past the point of healing my eating disorder. This went to the point of healing core wounds that had put me in a situation 
or rather that I had allowed to put me in a situation where I felt like I had no power, where I thought I had no voice, that if I spoke, I was out of place, or I was cruel, or I was wrong, or I just couldn't take up space, or that I had to be the good little girl, that I had to stay in my lane. Well, little by little, that wolf inside cried out and howled out and called to me and reminded me that I was as beautiful and as wild and as awe-inspiring as a panther or a lioness. And that inner knowing revitalized so much within me. Because a lot of us shy away from that true wild heart within us. It has a lot to do with our sexuality. It has a lot to do with our voice. It has a lot to do with our power and with the ability to stand up for ourselves and say enough, to draw boundaries, to honor our values, to embrace those who are around us, to stand up for ourselves and to stand up for those who have no way of standing up for themselves and say, this is not okay, to become fearsome warrioresses, to become tribes that can change the whole world. It's in that space that we realize that we cannot and will not put up with the status quo, that we will not be taken for granted or settle for anything or anyone. It's in that space that we can seek our expansiveness and say, this is who I am and love yourself first, second, and last and know that it isn't selfish, but important. And that in that space, you can then hold love and kindness and tenderness and creative beauty for the world around you in all of its different forms. And there is always going to be those who misuse the words that are attributed to us by calling the wild untamable and feral and out of control. And you know what? Those are still beautifully descriptive words of what a true wild woman is. Because yes, we will not be tamed. And yes, we can be feral and ferocious and beautifully impressive in our own way. But that does not make us wrong or evil or slutty or selfish or any of the words that have been for so long tried to be ascribed to us. True, wild, and Sacred femininity allows us to embody the holy woman within. And the healing aspects of this allows us to tap into each part of our beings and really find that triple goddess within. Know that we have a power as the crone. Know that we are radiant as the maiden. Know that we are nurturing as the mother. And within each and every one of those spaces, we are capacious and fearsome to behold like a lioness moving ever so powerfully, yet fluidly through the wilderness, always knowing that her full power is there, never doubting her worth, always ready to move and flow and destroy and roar and create and confront life as needed. A wild woman shares in sisterhood. And further empowers, she frees and stands behind any of those who can't or aren't ready to on their own. Like I said, 
She is a warrioress and a priestess and a mother. A wild woman is all of nature and the universe embodied in a unique expression of human beauty and soulful expansion. And yes, there will always be those who try to quell us and who try to bring us down. But if nothing else comes from today's episode, my dear, dear soul, let at least the following lesson be learned within your true heart of hearts. That you are worthy and valuable and powerful and amazing. And that when you can tap into the divinely sacred, wild feminine within your heart, you can create worlds. And we have no reason to want to hide, no need to be ashamed. There is only the beautiful power of being exactly who we are in this moment as we are and know ourselves to be the whole universe embodied. And know that when the sacred feminine is in balance within us, we can absolutely give and receive in equal measure. We can actively attract miracles into our lives. We can honor ourselves so deeply that we never will feel unseen or unheard. And we won't because we won't allow ourselves to be unseen or unheard. We will have it within us to walk away from that which does not serve us and does not honor us or hold us as sacred and divine because we are sacred and divine as well as wild. When we can honor the space of the divine feminine and the sacred and the wild feminine, we can stand up and say, enough. We can choose ourselves and we can put ourselves in a place where we can thrive, grow, develop, expand, change, transform, and continue the cycle without ever letting anything or anyone put shackles to us. And this includes shame and guilt, as well as people and situations in our lives. No, darlings, we can remain free and we will when we can recall our true power. Where we can step up to the plate, so to speak, and say, this is me. And feel the power that comes from that. Anything and anyone that cannot hold space for you truly, purely, devotedly, with honesty, is not for you. And you will then have the power to walk away from it and destroy any shackles that try to keep you down. I had no script for today's episode, I confess. I just needed to speak about the wild feminine with you for a moment. To call to you. To ask that you remember your true self. That you give yourself a chance to run around naked if you want. To be wild and free. To embrace the divinity within. To remember that you are worthy. That's all I wanted to do. And so, with this short but hopefully distinct episode, I encourage you to take some time this week to sit down and create a story of the wild feminine within you. 
Take out your pen and paper, sit down and journal and describe what the wild creature within you looks like, feels like, talks like, moves like. What is she doing? What is she demanding of you? What is she calling you to embody? What does she need to feel honored? What is it that she brings about within you? And if you want to share this, oh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. You can always email me, info at nourishingpaths.com. If you are a creative and you want to show pictures, or if you want to create art and you want to share it with me, please feel free to do so. You can also find me on Instagram at nourishing underscore paths. Feel into your divine power. I would love to hear more about this from you. And if you want me to go deeper into this topic, then let me know and I will make a secondary episode before today. This is it. Honor your divine and sacred, wild, beautiful self. And I will talk to you again next Monday.